Saving Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. Controlling transmission. Divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland, two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain. This is Gaming Uncensored. Now, your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored, and I just realized it's not afternoon. Um... <laughs> Tommy sitting over there. What's up, dude? We we are slightly out of practice. Uh, yeah, we have slightly. Noticed on uh, on multiple occasions already this morning because it is morning. Uh, we are recording yeah. in the morning. Yes, uh, and and we'll hopefully be recording in the morning on a more regular basis uh, for a while. Uh, we are we yeah are hopeful that this is the first of getting back into a pretty regular schedule um, as we have not been for four months because that's how old my son is uh <laughs> that was the uh the car or the wrench in the cog that uh that has got us all off track uh but we've got a system and we're hopefully back uh more regularly now well it is uh you have a good reason for not being here and so yes. so that's uh that's well that's all that's all we need to say about that but uh <laughs> but i will say uh that uh man not doing this for a little while you would really think as we got older that it would get more comfortable. It's not right. at all. Um, it's it's not at all. Um, especially when I'm playing lots of video games and I want to talk about them and I have nobody to talk about them with. Yes. Because I don't know anybody else that <laughs> plays video games. So, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, that being said, what is on the show this week, sir? Uh, quite a lot, as you'd imagine. Lots has happened since uh, last we've done a show. Um, we're we're going to talk a lot about uh, what you're doing because that's exciting, and and we've actually seen each other since last we've done a show, and it's been a long yes. time since we saw each other. Uh, yep. but we have seen each other since last we did a show, uh, so we'll talk about that. Sub, uh, we do have some news to talk about. Uh, the biggest one we'll probably spend a good chunk of time on. Uh, Microsoft did a developer direct a couple of days ago with some really interesting stuff. Uh, and so we'll talk yep. about what they showed off in that event in general. Uh, and then some other news uh, regarding how games are distributed and the future of games. The inevitable that we've talked about a ton is just becoming more inevitable. <laughs> and we'll talk about how it's becoming more inevitable. Uh, new Plants vs. Zombies coming. That's just a personal one for me. We probably won't talk about it, but I can plug that in here now. A, a new sequel for Plants vs. Zombies, which I am pumped about because it may be my favorite casual game of all time i love playing. i i totally missed that i did not see that <laughs> yeah. that's a big deal right there and the biggest game on steam right now which is not what i would have ever thought uh which is uh pokemon with guns essentially <laughs> it's it's 
not, not great, apparently, but also massively successful. I don't understand it. Uh, as are many things as we get older that we don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I think that's just the case. We just have to admit that we don't understand things, and and that's the way it is. Because we are um, old. I don't know if you know this, but I know this. I am feeling it, man. I am old. I, look, look, man. I, I had a uh, discussion last night with our friend slash webmaster Evie about um, how getting old totally sucks. And if this is what the rest of my life looks like, then uh, check me out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done at this point. Um, and, and I think I mostly have that attitude because we haven't gotten to do this. Right. Uh, I, I think I mostly have that attitude because yeah, you know, we're not getting to do what we what we enjoy on a regular basis, and that that. That changes the attitude a lot. But yes, sure. we're old and uh, kids are getting younger. Yes. And uh, it's it's very, I, when you said your son is four months old, I thought, holy cow. Like once that kid is to an age where uh, he can speak, things are going to be vastly different than they are now. Yes. And how the crap we're going to keep up, I don't know. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a lot of fun, but, but, but some things do remain the same. Uh, I, I have been sitting over here playing lots and lots of games and it has been a very slow start to 2024, uh, not much going on work-wise. And that means that I've been able to spend two to three hours a night playing video games that's a beautiful and it uh i am not playing the video game that i expected to be playing (laughs) because you and doff insisted that i play a certain video game and so i i loaded that up fired it up and that's where i've been for three weeks and I hate you both. <laughs> That's, I hate you both. Yeah, let's start there because I, I, we we have not talked about this yet. We have texted back and forth a little bit about it. Um, so I know a little bit of your thoughts, but not a lot. And so I'm really interested to hear you talk about uh, playing this game. So tell us Look, what you're playing and tell us your thoughts. I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077. Before and, we talk and, about your thoughts, though, why okay. are you playing that game? Because uh, we that that's that's the fun part we also need to talk about. I, I'm playing that game because the new uh, gaming rig that is the centerpiece of the gaming uncensored game room is alive and well. Finally, and, uh, <laughs> it took us the, long the, enough. Yes, it did. And <laughs> this is a different. We've been building towers all our life, but this tower is different than any other tower that I have ever been a part of because I continue to make tweaks, continue to download drivers, that type of stuff. And it is vastly improving the, the, the available power in the tower. Um, the day you were here for a couple hours, one day helping me get it set up. And we played about an hour of Cyberpunk, and we're like, ooh, look at that. It looks really good. 
And then I did some tweaking and, you know, a day or two later, I'm like, yeah, we played a really crappy looking version <laughs> of Cyberpunk. Um, and so, yeah, it's very bizarre because every change that I make to the system somehow makes it beefier. Yeah. And I, I don't really like at this point, the system is so beefy that. All I'm going to have to change out for about the next 10 years is the graphics card, which, yeah. which that, that's an insane thought. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of fun. I've spent a lot of time uh, downloading drivers and doing things, and, and, and I, I, I feel like somebody... Working on a car, I, I'm not. I'm not able at all to work on a car, but 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 I, that's what it kind of feels like is working on a car, and and I honestly believe that that is what we like about building these towers, is that it gives us something to physically work on. Yeah, for sure. And and and, and it, it's. It's fun to get it up and running, and it's not one of those things where I think most people, when they get a computer, they plug it in, and it just, it is what it is when you plug it in. That's yeah. not the way it is with a tower, and especially now with the chips being what they are, the chips are insane. Yeah. I mean, this this is a server level machine at this point um it's crazy and i'm thoroughly enjoying it um i'm enjoying it so much so that i decided that it was time to finish the gaming uncensored game room and you're busy everybody's busy and so i just decided to hire doug uh, our buddy Doug from Lubbock Audiovisual to help us get this done professionally. And you'll be hearing a lot more about Lubbock Audiovisual because I think he's cutting us a massive break. Nice. And I haven't told him that he's going to get uh, gonna get some love on this show, but <laughs> but but he is because he's doing us a big favor and saving you a lot of work. Yes. So I, I'm excited about that, but we didn't come here to talk about a new computer. <laughs> we came to talk about games. That's right. And uh, I, I really, I have issues with you and Duff right now <laughs> because I really, I was in a zone with Baldur's Gate Three. I was having a good time. I was jamming. I was really enjoying myself. And both of you said. I'm sorry, you had to play Cyberpunk. I, I, I like both of you essentially said, uh, you have to stop what you're doing and you have to play this. We insist. Yeah, once you have and, the rig to run it, like legit yeah. run it. Yeah. And, and, and so, and so I did. And, and it, it's good. I have, I have issues with it. But the longer that I go with it, kind of like the better it 
gets. Yes. Um, and, and that's it's just a time thing. It's not because I've gotten that far. It's just that you you figure things out. I'm playing the game differently than most people do. Uh, Duff thinks I'm pretty much out of my mind because I'm like 45 hours in and I've done two, exactly two story missions. <laughs> and uh, two. Uh, yet? I do not. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> That's how little I, story you've done. <laughs> but like, seriously, I am, as of last night, she's sitting in the hotel where we're at the point where T Bog is like, with I the the ice is more than I thought it would be. It's gonna take a couple hours just hang out. That's yep. where I stopped. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the, what I have done for the last forty five hours is just basically grind. Yeah. I've done side missions all over the city. I've done NCPD. Uh. So I, mostly that's what I've done. Because you just roll up, beat the crap out of some gangsters, and roll off. Like yeah. uh, I'm, I'm living my my I'm living my Lorenzo Lamas renegade fantasy from the nineties. <laughs> and if you're old enough to remember that show, then kudos to you because nobody listening to, to this show remembers that show. Yeah, that's um, a, that's a throwback right there. That's amazing. Let me just say that Which, I by the way, really fantastic show. Yeah. I, I I just have to say every time I roll up, I keep expecting my buddy Bobby Six Killer to roll up in his uh <laughs> in his Hummer and and help me out. Like that that's that's how it feels. That's a great show if you ever saw it. I yeah, I don't uh, I don't remember what network it was on, but but uh, yeah, it was really good network TV back in the day yeah. when I was about I don't know eight. Yeah, uh, so that is, that is classic stuff. Uh, old school yeah. Lorenzo Lamas right there. So, so so yeah, I've been I've been doing that, and I really honestly can't see another way to play the game because if I had if I had started on story stuff at the very beginning I don't think I would have been leveled I wasn't leveled appropriately to do side missions at the very beginning for the first like 15 hours of the thing I hated it like I like the gunplay sucks I didn't have enough stuff to do net, net runner stuff I didn't I didn't know what to do and so I picked up a crowbar and just started running around like Gordon Freeman, just whacking people. <laughs> and, and that has been like the coolest experience because the in, the uh, NPCs, I want to say AI. There's not really AI in it, right. but, but, but 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 the intelligence of the game apparently was not written for. A guy running around with a crowbar just <laughs> whacking people because it's very clear that the NPCs don't know what to do. Like, I, like, I, like they're, they're talking trash. Like, there's this one line that all the gangsters have where they're like, where, where they act like they're stalking you and he yells out, 
I love this job. <laughs> and and my favorite thing is to catch that guy in the middle of that line where and he just stops. Like if you whack him, that line just stops. Like you just throat punched him. And it's it's the most awesome. It's the most awesome thing. And and to the point that like when they figure out like I've actually heard them say stuff like she's killing us. Like if they're actively afraid yeah. because the game was clearly designed for gunplay. That Doug told me that he thought that it was clearly designed for gunplay. And after 40 hours, I can tell you, I think he's right. <laughs> like the game was clearly designed to be used uh, playing with guns. And if you're not playing with guns, it breaks a lot of the game. Like it, it just, I mean, it works, but it, it's very clear that they didn't plan for a guy with a crowbar. Yeah, I, th I think that's fair because the game, once you get into the, the Netrunner stuff, the game also works really well that way, uh, which they yeah. also obviously wanted you to kind of, they wanted you to be runner gun or net runner. Like those were the the like right. play styles that they put effort into. The like slap people with the crowbar all day. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know that many games put a lot of effort into that. But once you play Half Life and know that that's an option, like yeah, you know, like <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I get that totally. Uh, which is good. You you're absolutely right. The the fact that you're kind of leveling before you do the main story is going to make the main story more bearable because the first handful of missions in the main story uh, are, especially if you're doing a net runner build, are challenging because you don't get the net runner skills that are good and and no. rebalanced since I played it, but still apparently is the case. You don't get those until you get up there and levels a little bit, and so. Once you get up there in levels with the Netrunner build, it's really, really fun and rewarding. And but at first, it just is about useless. And so you don't have like the combat skills and you don't have the Netrunner skills. So you have to do you much good. It's just frustrating to start with. But well, you're right. Even, it's a game that just gets better as you play it longer because things improve. Even now, like the Netrunner thing, I I feel like that I'm, that I'm cheating it because I found a... I found a perk that you can buy that when you, when you, uh, let's say you have a control hack, which a control hack is anything that affects some aspect of whatever you're trying to hack. So like crippled movement is a control hack. Yeah. Uh, and so if you use crippled movement with, uh, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't remember the name of the hack, but the one that incinerates them from the inside out, it yeah. it it bumps the damage on that by about forty percent if you start with a control hack, right? And so I I've been running the last ten or fifteen hours of the game with like two quick hacks. Those yeah. two quick hacks is literally all I've been using, and it just destroys people. Yeah, like it just it just takes them out, and it's another one of those things that that it's almost like they didn't plan for that because it 
once you figure that out, you really you run around like the Terminator. Like, oh yeah, that that's one thing about this game that I can say. We have never we grew up watching the Terminator. Terminator Two is one of my favorite flicks of all time. Fantastic, and there has there has never really been a game that fulfills that fantasy. And and this is it. Like you're running around like this unstoppable force. And I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying I didn't die. I've I've died several times. But when I started the game, I started on easy because I I couldn't do anything. And the last I don't know, ten hours or so I bumped it up to normal and and as long as I'm paying attention and don't do anything stupid, like the game is totally doable. And, and, and of course, I installed mods because there were several mods that on the PC you absolutely have to have. Like, for example, and this is one part of the game that I want to talk about, the game is clearly built for a controller. Yes. Like they put yep. mouse and keyboard control in there, but it's very badly done mouse and keyboard control. Yeah. Like I've, I've played almost exclusively with a controller and played yeah, it's, exclusively on PC. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not good at all. And I, I literally had to download a mod that unbound all of the keys and allowed you to put stuff where you wanted to put it without jacking up the, without jacking up the control system because CDPR did not do it correctly. And they made several mistakes that if it weren't for mods, this thing would be totally unplayable for somebody like me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it really is. It it really has some issues, and I I know you have felt better about it since two point one came out. You've been having a blast with it for a long time, uh, but I have come to the conclusion that everybody is so enamored by it at this point because it was so bad at the start. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's. It's not really a good setup. Not like it's better. It's worlds better. But yes. the only reason people are so enamored by it is because it was so bad when they started. It's still bad. Yeah. But 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 it was so much worse when they started. People are going nuts and they're putting it up for game of the year. And you know. Yeah. And when when I have to install six mods to just be able to play it, there's something wrong with your game. Yeah, and so that's like let's be clear that, with Cyberpunk, there are a million things wrong with it, uh, <laughs> well documented and everything else. <clears throat> but the brilliance of it is that underneath all of that, it's such a good game <laughs> that you have to dig yeah. for. But once you get there, and like you said. Uh, CD Projekt Red has done a good job to their credit post-launch and sticking with it and making it better and getting it to a point that many of the issues of the launch are fixed. Not to their credit, they put out an incredibly broken game, like well-documented. Yeah. We talk about that a ton. And so they should get all the wrath of putting out an incredibly broken game, but at the same time should get the credit of, of putting out something that is 
much better. Uh, and I, you playing it has me because I haven't touched it in months. Um, what I have played, any little chance I've gotten to play is Baldur's Gate, and it's not been much. Yeah. Um, but you are making me want to pick it back up because I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's such a fun game with all of its flaws with all of its quirks uh i am what's the hack short circuit that's my go-to quick hack and i have it like level to its whatever i forget what like the different grades are of when you go and level up your quick hacks but i have it at like the tier tier two is what i've got yeah that's right it's tiers tier two tier three yeah Uh, yeah i don't remember what i have on on my short circuit, but I got it up to a point that I could knock out like any grunt in essentially one hit, you know, with it. And, and right. And, and then you get the Ram built up. So I have tons of Ram. And so I could use it multiple times. It has a super quick cooldown. I like all of those things that make quick hacking work that take a long time to get to. Once you get them there, like then you feel super cool, like running through the world, but it does take time to get there. It does. And, and I want to talk to you. I, about the inventory system and about the crafting system because there there's stuff that I don't understand. Like I now have the ability to craft quick hacks and 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 I've now that's how I leveled a couple of mine up to tier right. two was that I made them, yep. which I thought was cool. And so now I have them sitting in my inventory and I'm trying to figure out because you have the ability apparently to make them over and over again like i'll select the quick hack i did it a couple of times where i selected the quick hack in the crafting system thinking that if i use these supplies it's going to upgrade the quick hack (laughs) but it just created another one so (laughs) can can you can you sell those i think without losing them out of your out of your operating system like that yeah because you have to I'm, install the one that you're using and then the right. other ones you have available to you so you should be able to yeah. sell any of the ones you're not using and still have the one that you are using available to you i like i, I would hope so but it's not clear at all it's not there are a lot of really clunky things like that that you kind of figure out through trial and error you know how does this thing work what are we actually accomplishing here and and yeah i i've still there's things that i'm like masquer it like i'm not dealing with that like i, I don't do any weapon upgrades because i don't hardly right. have weapons and so i'm just like i'm sure that it's cool if that's like what you're into but i've done so few weapon upgrades because i'm like if i'm having to pull out my shotgun like i'm already yeah. screwed like right. <laughs> uh, i'm in trouble which i've had to do several times and you just right. start blasting and running or whatever but um yeah that's a it's a different focus on, on how you play the game and so it, it 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 really is weird, and there's a lot of stuff with the crafting system that I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I sell this? Do I keep like? And and the thing with the way that I've been playing, doing side missions and taking out cyber psychos and yeah. all of that at the very beginning, like I have like seventy thousand in cash. Yeah, like like I, I'm I'm good on cash. And and that's gotten my level where it needs to be. Like I don't understand how you could possibly play this game and go straight to the story, which is what Duff says he did. Yeah, and and it just it doesn't make sense to me. And so, well, I mean, you're just not buffed. 
That's the thing. Mm. It's, you could do it. You're just not buffed. And so you don't have the cash. You don't have the skills. You develop those as you're going through the story. Because I kind of did it. I did a little bit half and half. I've, I've split, you know, like I'll do a couple story missions and I'll spend some time doing side missions and then go back and forth like that. So I'm a chunk into the story, but not nearly as far as I would be if I had just mainlined the story. Because right. the, the side missions, while they do get repetitive, the cyber psychos they in do. particular you mentioned, like those are really fun because each one of yeah. those guys is like different, has like a different like thing you have to figure out about them, where they are and why they're there and how to find them and what. And some of them are just like go and kill them, but some of them are like have some story to them and are are deep and interesting. And yeah. yeah. The other thing is once you get deeper into the story, it just unlocks locks all kinds of other side content that's really really good narrative um but the narrative doesn't get going for a while after until you get into the main story then you get the side quest stuff that's really good but the narrative in there is very fun and some of it is very disturbing there's a yeah where you uh crucify a guy uh yeah which is one of the most disturbing things i've ever done in a video game. the two most disturbing moments i can think of in a video game have both been cd project red and the witcher 3 there's like demon baby that was the right. yeah i remember that <laughs> yeah yep. like like i had to stop playing the game for a little bit after demon baby and was like i i i, I gotta like refresh because that that messed with my head the crucified guy mission in, in cyberpunk is the same way like fascinating but just incredibly disturbing too and then cd project red likes that kind of stuff and i mean i kind of do too obviously because i do it uh you don't have to I, do that it's a side no you don't have to do it i'm like let's see where this goes and i'm like oh that's where it went holy cow <laughs> like yeah it's it's, it's gnarly uh but I, very cd project red i would like to talk to you and whoever else is listening to this thing at this point right. about about um like some of that stuff how do you um because some of the missions i because it's a net runner build it is my desire it was my desire to sneak but sneaking is one of those things that even still 14 levels in is really bad. Like you, you can you can maybe take out one, two sentries before they start looking. And part of the reason that it, it is really bad is that once they are alerted, they stay alerted for a long time. And and I I did a couple of missions a couple of days ago where I figured out the only way to stop the alert was to jump a fence or go around a corner and go into the go in whatever sandbox that mission is being played in you have to get out of the sandbox to reset the alert and then and then rinse and repeat yeah and so it it like i like had to hop a fence like i i did the mention the mission where Regina asks you to steal the van and it's got a bunch of leather in it. I don't know if you did that, but you steal a van from a factory and it's got a bunch of leather in it that Ripperdox used for for um, upgrades. Yeah, and and you have to drive the van from point A to point B, and uh, I that 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 mission took place inside of that 
factory perimeter, and the only way that I could get the alert to turn off was to hop the fence. And the whole time I'm doing it, I'm like, this is so cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like I was I was playing old school Nintendo games back in the day, <laughs> and you'd found some hack for yeah. like getting Bebop stuck on the manhole cover in <laughs> Ninja Turtles too. Like that that's what it felt because it's so cheap. Yeah. And and the sneaking around just it it doesn't work. And for somebody that plays like we play, I mean, that's your preference also most of the time. It, it's just not really doable. Yeah. And, and like I've gotten a couple of quick hacks where it's clear that they, they're like, no, we want you to do it this way. Like there's this one quick hack where you can make somebody call for backup. But that's also unpredictable and like right. <laughs> it, it just I it's it's not good. And and I've I've done some research about you know non-lethal because the the cyber psychos you're supposed to keep alive. Right. And I managed to keep them all alive. I don't know how, because unless you hit somebody just exactly right. You know, they're squirming on the ground, just laying there. Like, I keep expecting them to get back up. And, you know, somebody calls you and says, okay, they're alive. We're good. And I'm like, how? I just beat the crap out of that guy. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 that's, that's you know. And, and so what I did in my research is I found out that non-lethal is an option, but very, 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 very rarely does it matter. Yeah. Um, as as far as the story goes, and and so that aspect of the game is just horrendously broken. And when you're a guy with little or no reflexes <laughs> playing the game, like that's not good. Yeah. Like it's just not. So so. When you are a netrunner, and I'm I'm getting to a point here, when you're also running as a netrunner, um, how do you go about things? Because you can't, am, I mean, am I doing it wrong? Is there a way to sneak that I don't, that I don't see? Uh, I mean, there's, I'm trying to think because it's been a while. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I just, I just kill everything. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, uh, what's the so short circuit? I use a lot. Uh, which is short circuit lethal? I think it is, isn't it? Uh, I, I think they're all supposed to be, but every time right. I fry somebody with the overheat thing, right? Like they, they very uh, rarely die. Like, yeah, like I think it's supposed to be, but they very rarely die. Most of the time, they're in the fetal position on the ground, looking yeah. up at you going, please don't hurt me. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe short circuit is not lethal. I think that's right. I think short circuit isn't lethal. I don't know. Yeah. The, the gist of it is it, it doesn't feel like it really matters at all. Like you said, like it just like, there's no real difference in, in 
how you play the game. Uh, what were we talking? Baldur's Gate was the same way. We were talking about lethal, non-lethal in Baldur's Gate yeah. in the previous show, and it was very much yeah. the same way. Like it's there, and like it's like in a role-playing sense, if you want to feel better about yourself or whatever, you know, like if you care about having a character that's like a non-lethal character. Like you can, but it feels like story-wise, it matters very little. Like there just isn't much benefit to playing it in a non-lethal way, which, I mean, it is what it is. There, there's so many other issues with Cyberpunk <laughs> that that one's not high on the list for me. Uh, but it being an option and and being like a, a faux option, uh, it feels like in, in a lot of ways. One thing I, I want to talk about before we move on, because we need to move on, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But uh, I have been uh, playing around with uh, DLSS, which is NVIDIA's uh, technology that is available on the 40 series cards. And I didn't really think it made that big a difference. Uh, I I. You know, I booted up the game and started playing, and I'm getting, you know, 75, 80 frames a second, and the game looks good, and there's smoke, and there's stuff everywhere. Right. And yesterday, I started playing around with DLSS and switched it to performance, and my frame rate went from 75, 80 frames a second to 120. Nice. Uh, and and I can't really see a difference yeah. in in what the game looks like. Like I'd like to say, oh yeah, I can really uh I can <laughs> right. really but but it's really uh it's really hard to tell to the point that I texted Duff yesterday and was like, Man, am I going blind? Because I just switched to performance and I can't really I can't really see it. Yeah. And 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 like I it should be a lesser image, but it's not, you know, it's right. not you're, really you're dealing at a level at that point that it's so minimal the difference is. Like I, it is, but it isn't like you're at the point of diminishing returns, but in a good way, right? Like it's great having higher frame rate because you get better performance and everything else. But yeah, at a certain point, like you just can't like go, oh yeah, this is obviously like, uh, you know, 120 instead of 90 or whatever. Like you're just like, yeah, it looks great. Uh, and, and you get to the point that those those tweaks give you those little like top 10% boosts, which you've already got at 90% great. Like, yeah, yeah. you're going to feel it probably more than you see it. And you're even not probably going to feel it all that much. But not, take it not away with Cyberpunk. Go, oh yeah, that, that does make a little bit of a difference, doesn't it? Not with Cyberpunk because it's a single player game like last night before sure. I got before yeah, I got done competitive stuff, I bet you feel it more. Before I got done last night, I switched it back to balance because I I said to myself, I want as many of the bells and whistles yes. as I can get and still be, you know, 80 frames a second <laughs> is is good for a game like that. Yeah. Um yeah, you get all the bells and whistles and 80 frames a second, you're doing fine. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and, and so I'm I'm still playing around with it, trying to trying to figure it out. But but I mean, this tech is just so cool and I can't wait uh till I get s- some more uh some more spare cash. 
because I want you to have one of these 40 series cards. And so yeah. I've, I've already made up my mind that I'm going to come up with some more cash. I'm going to get another card and you're going to take this card and because you have to see the difference. I mean, just technology wise, uh, with with what's out there with DLSS, it it makes a massive difference. Yeah, and and Dove and I were talking about it last night. Apparently, it's available on the PlayStation Five, and and he says it, it makes a massive difference on the PlayStation Five on on the four series cards. Like he's the card's so good that right. like you that's know, the thing. You, when I'm thinking of DLSS, I'm thinking of like, I run it on, you know, my 1080 and I'm going, okay, yeah, that, that helps because it's a, a old card at this point, you know, like it to me feels like it helps you get the most out of, you know, older tech. I wouldn't imagine it making a, a big difference on a 40 series, but a little bit, it, obviously you're getting it does, boost, but, it does frame rate. Like yeah. it, it really, I, like I said, I can't tell. I hate to admit that. I, I feel like I need to, turn in my gamer card because i i can't see yeah a real again. difference from one <laughs> setting to another i, I don't I, trust I, people that say they can say, see a big difference at that level of performance again you're already at high enough performance level at this point that like other things make a big difference but that i i will say there's an odd thing going on and i wanted to bring it up here because somebody listened to the, there's enough tech guys that listen to the show uh, that can help me figure this out, but but Cyberpunk does not run at my native resolution. My native resolution for this screen is thirty four forty by fourteen hundred, and I have to bump it down to like twenty five sixty by fourteen hundred to get the game full screen. Like when you're in game, the game is full screen. But if right. you like pause, like the menus have bars on them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and so that's, that's when I started playing around with the, the DLSS and scaling and all of that. And I haven't got it, gotten it to scale correctly at 3440 by 1440. Even with scaling, like I haven't gotten it to look right. So if anybody out there knows how that stuff works, Boulder's Gate runs natively. I don't have to do anything with it. Like I have full res resolution on that. I don't have to tweak it. It's it's fantastic. But that aspect of cyberpunk is broken. So if anybody knows how to run it natively on a 2K monitor, uh, I I would love to know because right now it's not like I had to go down one step to make it work, and that's still a ton more resolution than <laughs> right. I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's just the fact that I can't make it work. Right. So all of this to say, I've got a lot more of the game to play. We're going to be talking a lot more about that because I'm pretty sure before we do the next show, you're going to be playing it also. Uh, cause now I've got you thinking about it. Uh, yeah. I'm, 
I'm really upset about the fact that I have no idea when I'm going to get back to Baldur's Gate 3, which is <laughs> awful, because it's so much of a better game. Like, I love Cyberpunk. Yes. It's great. But Baldur's Gate 3 is so much of a better game that I'm angry <laughs> that that my money, that my time is going to, to Cyberpunk at this point. But, yes. but I finally have the rig to run it, and I I have to. Um, one more thing before we go to news. I, as far as I can tell, I have Starfield downloaded because I have Game Pass, and I haven't right. even I haven't even booted it up. I haven't done anything. But as far as I can tell, uh, Cyberpunk is the only game out there that really pushes the newer graphics cards. And I think that's mainly because it's not optimized. It's, it's, it's not. And if it were like Baldur's Gate is, you could run it maxed out on, you know, uh, uh, not, maybe not a 10 series, but a 20 series. Sure. If they ever optimize it, I I think it would run a ton better. Sure. Right now, let's also be clear: Cyberpunk is fidelity-wise incredibly more impressive than Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is a pretty game, but like tech-wise, like Cyberpunk, there's just so little out there that's even in its like level. Even though it's a three-year-old game, yeah, at this point, like came out over three years ago, Um, it's just. Fidelity-wise, so much above and beyond almost anything else that exists that it's still about the only thing that you're going to use that's going to push a rig like that, um, which is, yeah, I don't think Starfield's going to do it. Um, Because, like, Cyberpunk was built uh, for uh, a lot of issues that came along with it for that higher tech. That was part of the issues with the launch. Um, Whereas something like Starfield was built for a console uh, and so it wasn't built for the highest in tech. Um, and and you kind of feel that too. Uh, not to say that that Starfield looks bad. Starfield looks amazing too. But it's just different. Cyberpunk has a visual fidelity that is just different than anything else out there. One one more thing. I, and I keep thinking about this. One more thing. <laughs> the, the, I think the, the most impressive aspect of Cyberpunk at this point is the city. It's, yes, it's it's sure. Night City and everything that's going on in in Night City. I mean, I've played enough of it that it makes me want to go back and and play Grand Theft Auto Four and Grand Theft Auto Five because it's 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 a it's a steroided out version of Grand Theft Auto. That's what Cyberpunk is less focused on being a criminal, but like it has that Grand Theft Auto, here's the city, go around and make it your city kind of thing. Yes. And and it really does. It makes me want to go back and play Grand Theft Auto 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5 because the city is the star. Yes, it, it it's not the story. It's not the characters. I'm I'm playing a female B, which I I this is the first time I've ever played a female in a game. But I honestly think it was written for a female character, and and so I I'm playing a female B, and it just 
the the city just it's amazing and there's so much of it that I haven't seen yet like I'm trying to figure out how the different life path works because I'm playing as a street kid and yeah. you're playing as a nomad and I haven't even gotten any nomads yet and it there, matters so little I mean there's like you'll get you know interact with the other classes or the other kind of origin stories but they, they just don't like your player character's origin story matters so little uh it really is one of those okay. things that they just could have done more with that they didn't um it is the first like hour of the game and then after that it's like random dialogue once in a while it really doesn't make any difference because i'm waiting to get to apparently there's a series of missions where you uh, jack some cars for a guy, and that gives you, that gets you credit at the auto fixer, so you can buy some cars for yourself and have yep. have a garage and all of that. I've been waiting to get to that, and I keep thinking that must be in the nomad area of the game, and I'm not there yet. And yeah, I, I have to talk about the cars real quick, and then and then we'll move. I. They that's one thing that I have issues with. Like there's cars everywhere. They're just parked. And and I'm like Grand Theft Auto, you can just get in them. Like if nobody's in the car, you can just get in them and take off. But there's no way to like take it to a paint shop like they did in Grand Theft Auto B Grand Theft Auto 3, get it repainted and get new plates and 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 then store it. And that's something that this game desperately needs, especially for bikes. Because, like, every time I'm going to go do something across the city, I have to go find some tire cloth somewhere to to beat the crap out of so I can get a bike. You just got to get a little farther because you'll get it. It just you have okay. to get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you eventually <laughs> You'll have all get of your Jackie's vehicles bike. on demand. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I I have my bike on demand. It's, what's great is you don't really have a garage. It just comes to you because everything right. can drive itself theoretically. So you're like, hey, my bike, come here, and it just pops up, and you're like, hey, I'll hop on you and drive you around. Yeah, yeah. Right, the driving right now, sucks. Other than a bike, bikes are yeah. great. Cars are terrible. I I only drive a car when I have to for a mission, <laughs> and every other yeah. time it's my bike. The, the the bike's fantastic and it's fun and it like I, I told you about the canal area with the whole yeah. Terminator 2. Like that was a blast. Just running through there as fast as I could go. Like it's so awesome and I can't wait to have access to a bike. I I feel like once I have a bike, the the game is going to go so fast because I can like go everywhere that I want to go. One more thing I got to ask you. Um, this is the first RPG that I have ever played where I take V home every night and let her sleep <laughs> because I realized if she sleeps, you get a full, like an actual hour, like a real life hour of gameplay time with like double XP. Yeah. If she gets like four hours of sleep. And so like this game on like Fallout or anything else, um, I I started only in the morning, five or six, and then eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night, I I I take her home and she gets some sleep. And I I feel like the day is really well paced. 
I feel like I can get a lot done during the day. And, you know, I look at the clock and it, like it's 11 o'clock and, hey, it's time to go home. And I, I wondered if you played it that way because I did it for a couple of days and I was like, this is weird. I've never done this in a game before where I'm not working at night, but it just fits because yeah. the the clock speed seems to be paced so well. Yeah. Yeah, it does have a good flow to it. I I have definitely broken out of playing it with a rhythm like that because you just kind of end up doing whatever, whenever uh, kind of thing. But I still do yeah. go back and rest regularly because it's got a nice perk to it. And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does have a good feel to it. It has a good flow, a good vibe to the kind of natural cycle of of the world and, and even the weather events and that kind of stuff. Like all those things feel really good, just kind of natural in the world and better now, again, like everything yeah. else in Cyberpunk once they tweaked it. So, so. We, we got to go. We got a ton of news. We're going to talk a lot more about that uh, as we go. Uh, we're, we're almost out of time. Our hour's right. almost up. Uh, so, we we're we definitely going to get, to some get of the back news. to that. Uh, go to the show notes, gamingoutcensor.com, because we're obviously not going to get to everything. But we will talk some of the Microsoft developer direct uh, details here, because there's some interesting stuff. If nothing else, we got to talk some Indiana Jones, because uh, that's, yep. that's fascinating. So before we do all that, and way late into the show, but uh, Sorry. still here, we Sorry. got Patreon. <laughs> so <laughs> Patreon folks, uh, thank you so much. Kevin, Jose, Dark Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Jad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, Luik, Logan, Liz, and new to the list, Jordan. Uh, we've been off and we got a new Patreon supporter in there. So Jordan, Jordan. what's up, buddy? Uh, which We're glad great. you're here. We uh, don't know why you're here. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I'm going to figure out how to uh, contact you and say hi because I bet you think we're dead. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so if you would like to support us on Patreon, help us keep doing this show. And, and again, like we said, uh, doing it more regularly is the plan again. Um, go by GivingOnCensor.com. Click that Become a Patron link. Uh, support us over there. So really quickly, Microsoft had a developer direct uh, where they showed off five games. Uh, some of them first party, some of them not. Uh, uh, but the, the first party games uh, that they showed off uh, include Avowed, uh, which is Obsidian. Uh, that is doing right. that. Uh, Sinua Saga 2, uh, uh, Ara, 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 <laughs> which yeah, is the Civ right. type game. Uh, yeah. I don't like the name, but I like the game. And then Indiana Jones. And then uh, they also showed off um, uh, Visions of Mana, which is Square Enix, uh, but that was included uh, in there too. So five games that they kind of highlighted with the developers. And I just, before we get into all the details of the games, again, fairly briefly, uh, I, I, can I just say that I really like this kind of presentation? Uh, I like the developer kind of story thing. I like how they showed it. I like the mix between talking about the games and showing the games. Like, oh, regardless of what the games were that they showed or what we think of the games, I like this format. I thought Microsoft did a good job with the format. I like hearing these people talk about their games. I personally had wished that that the list of games were better. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, I like, I like all the developers that they picked and to hear them talking about it. Like I really wanted to get pumped and then they showed the games and I was like, yeah. And that's, that's like such a Microsoft thing to me. So let's talk about Avowed first. Avowed is a game that has tons of hype and understandably so because of Subsidian. I don't get it. I want. I to don't get either. It. <laughs> they, I 
every like, time we have seen this game, it's like Avowed Obsidian. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be into it this time. And then they show it to me. I'm like, okay, maybe next time. And I was like, this is the time. Because after the developer direct, I was looking on Twitter and people were like pumped about Avowed. And I'm like, okay, this is the time they're going to win me over. And I watched the thing and I'm like, I don't get it. I, I just don't I get know. it. It just, it just but, doesn't look that good to me. Can I, can I just say, and I texted you this, because we don't text a lot. When we're doing stuff like this, we right. go back and forth. And but it just looks clunky. Like it I don't does. even want. I don't even want to play it because it just it looks so clunky. And they're like, "Oh, we got all these great worlds and it's fantasy." And I, 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 I don't care. Can I be honest? The, the worlds don't look that compelling to me. Like they just like it just doesn't look like I don't know. Like what's not clicking with it to me, and apparently to you as well. But like they were talking about the worlds and, and like showing off like the the landscapes and that kind of stuff. And to me, it, like my first thought went to God of War because it's kind of a similar kind of uh, world style to God of War. But God of War is just like whole different level of world design. At least of from, right. you know, I've played God of War. I haven't played this game of just what we've seen of this game. But it just like it just doesn't click with me in any way yet. So I don't know. Maybe it will I, I, when it comes out and people like it. But right now I'm not. Yeah. I just and and I feel like I'm committing sacrilege or something because it's obsidian and these guys know what they're doing. I mean right. That they made some of the greatest games like ever made. Yes, and 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 so I, I, I think that's what bothers me is that that in my brain somewhere I'm supposed to like it. Yes, like it's yes, obsidian, me too. so it's supposed to be awesome. But I, I just because if it were anybody other than Obsidian, I just wouldn't think about it again. Like, right. oh yeah, whatever, don't care. But because it's Obsidian, I'm like, I got to think about it because I care about Obsidian. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So anyway, uh, Hellblade 2, uh, we've seen a lot of it. It's also more of it here. Uh, it, it looks like visually just looks gorgeous. Talk about one of those visual, vis, visual fidelity games. It's so high end. Uh, it looks a lot like the first game uh, that they have built upon and, and have hopefully improved. And so nothing wrong with that because the first game is great. Um, I'm excited about it. I, I, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Uh, I, I, you know, like, don't know that I need to see more of it. I'm just ready for real, it. <laughs> real quick, uh, before we get off that, I, I want to say, I think that those, that series of games, when we get the game room up, and running fully and have the big screen and the good yes. sound. And because the Doug from LAV convinced me to put the good sound in the game room instead of putting the good sound in the living room. And I thought, you know what? If you're here, this is where we're working. Like, That's this fair. This is where we're going to be. And so Doug was like, put the good sound in this room. The room is big enough. We can buy it. We can soundproof it. We can do whatever. So we're putting the good sound in in the game room. I like and, it. And and uh, and and I really feel like uh, Sanua Saga is a series that I don't know when we're gonna find time to do it. The two of us sitting in a room, but I feel like we need to play through both of those because that would be a very interesting like. That's not one of those games where you can like get lost on side quests. We'll just sit down for <laughs> yes. 
a couple of days, like they're intentionally like we, short narrative yeah, games, uh, which I appreciate. Right. I, I need short narrative games at this point in my life. And, and so, thank and you. so those, that series, I, I, that's on my list for, okay, this is one of the first ones that we're going to play when you're here and we have drinks in our hand and food. And, and this is the, this is the series on the list that we're going to put on the big screen and, and go through it. Um, and, and I, I, other than that, it's one of those games that I don't want to play when you're not here. Yeah. Like, I know you played a little bit of it, but to me, it's a definitely, it a seems like one co-op. that you want to experience yeah. for somebody. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree there for sure. Um, next one was Visions of Mana. This is the Square Enix game. So, uh, third party studio showing up, uh, in this developer direct, uh, for a little bit. Um, a new mana game. There's a bunch of these. Uh, <laughs> Secret of Mana, uh, is uh, to be an underrated Super Nintendo RPG uh, from way, way back in the day. Uh, but this series has just got on forever and ever. And I've wish I cared more about it than I do now. Uh, it's not Final Fantasy that has stuck with me all these years, you know? And so it looks cool, but I don't know that I'll ever touch it. I it, It's going to depend on time because, I, I mean, we loved The Secret of Mana, which was the Super Nintendo game from when we were kids. Like, yeah. I, I remember spending a ton of time on that, but it's the only one I ever played. Yeah. Like, that's we it. We played... So. Uh, Tales of Mana, I think it was, when I was in college. The only other Mana game that I've spent a lot of time with because it had a co-op version or a co-op right. option to it in combat, which was really cool. And so we played yeah. through that, me and some buddies. But yeah, it just, it, I, I appreciate that they still exist. I just haven't touched yeah. them in a long time. Uh, then we saw Aura, which is from Oxide Games, who did Civ Five. Um, it is a very Civ-like title. Uh, not Civ, but very Civ-like. Um, and and I'm, it's coming to Game Pass, and, and that's basically all you have to tell me is that it's Civ on Game Pass that I don't have to pay extra for. I'm going to play it. Um, I don't know that it's going to be that good. I don't know if I'll spend three hours in it or 30 hours or 300 hours, but I'll play it because it's on Game Pass, and why would you not? Right. <clears throat> and then, what we got to talk about for a little bit, at least, is Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. And so... Finally got more details on this, including that it's coming out this year, uh, at least theoretically. We'll see if uh, Bethesda can deliver on that. But we knew the Bethesda Indiana Jones game was in the works. Uh, now we've seen it in action, have a lot better idea of what it is. Uh, so a couple of things to note from it. Uh, first of all, uh, my geekiness, and I know you shared this with me. I love Indiana Jones. Just yes. Indiana Jones. Just, you know, like that's again from our childhood and we are old. And so Indiana Jones is nostalgic to us. This game takes place in between the Temple of Doom and the Last Crusade uh, in the timeline, which I like uh, because it's, which- it's not the newer film timeline which, yeah uh, i haven't even seen the most recent i adore indiana jones i haven't even seen the most recent one which is a shame but that that i i will say when this game comes out you have to come and we have to watch yeah those movies and then we have to play this yes and and we're gonna do it in the game room with the good sound <laughs> and the like drinks in our hand and yes. the whole thing uh like that that's that to me it is the most exciting part of this, but uh, I, I'm afraid of the trailer a little bit. Yes. Our, our teacher, the, one of the teachers that taught us half of everything that we know, Dr. Lee Browning always said, if it's a good trailer, the movie's going to suck. <laughs> and and uh, 
I I think that has to do a lot with video games too, because this is a really good trailer. Like they got me jazzed up. It looks like indie. It sounds like indie. Like yeah. I'm I'm all in. Just and now on, I'm just playing aside, that it's good. Yeah. yeah. And aside, it's Troy Baker doing indie's voice, which it, like I was like, oh, because you know uh, Harrison Ford is just iconic right. in this role, and it's so hard. And it's not Harrison Ford. You like the first words he uttered, I was like, Ugh. but eh. once I got like you know thirty seconds into the trailer, I was like, okay, Troy, Troy can do this. Troy's Troy's going to make a passable Indiana Jones. Like I can, I because what they obviously, I mean, it's uh, you don't uh, deviate from Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Like he is Indiana Jones. And so like the, the character model looks spot on like Harrison Ford. Uh, and so having the voice that's just slightly off it being such a big fan is, is slightly disconcerting, but I got over it really quick. I thought I was going to have a big problem with it. And and then I was like, "Eh, this is okay. I could deal with it. I feel like, I feel like 30 seconds in, like what you're talking about. I feel like my ears adjusted or something because I, I felt the same way. Like, I was like, okay, this is close enough. Yes. Like, I, I can get it. Once I play this game, I'm going to buy it. <clears throat> yeah. He has more than having the tone of the voice down. He has the inflection and the pacing and that kind of stuff down, which Troy Baker's a pro and, and you know, can do that stuff. And and so I, th- I think it'll be viable. What I'm not as sold on about this game and what I'm really worried about is going to be the thing that breaks it for me is that it's first person. And I just... Uh, well, that, that that was when they said that, and they, you know, they obviously knew that was going to be a contentious point because they spent a chunk of the developer time discussing about we make first person games because they're so immersive, and this is the only way you can see the blood on his knuckles when he's in a fight, and like all that stuff's well and good. Uh, just not, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. Like, because it's uh, indie is not a shooter like that's the first thing is this is not a shooter because indiana jones uses a gun sometimes but rarely uh it's not big shootouts all the time uh it is puzzles and some uh environmental navigation a la uh uncharted is going to obviously be a part of this you got the whip you got to use it like there's going to be a lot of whip play and that kind of stuff which they brought into uncharted based off of indiana jones Uh, that was their pure inspiration for the grappling hook in uncharted 4 and like they did say it'll zoom out to third person when you're doing some of the environmental stuff i just I get what you're trying to say that a first person game is more immersive, but I don't feel that. Like, I don't think that's true. I think a a third person game could be just as immersive. In fact, I, when you have the option in a lot of games, I choose the third person option because I think it feels better in a lot of games. Um, Playing Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk is a first person game. And I think it works in Cyberpunk and it's immersive in that city. But the thing about Cyberpunk to me that's so different is that like V is not an iconic character. Like right. I, my V looks like a, a hot mess. And I like walk in front of the mirror and I'm like, oh God, I forgot what my <laughs> V looked like. That dude's hideous, you know? Like and I believe he's wearing like red, like a gas mask and like a hoodie and like jean shorts and like whatever, you know, flip-flop. It's just a hot mess of whatever. And I'm like, ah. Thank God I don't see, have to see my character model. You're you laughing at this. You're laughing at this because mine looks good. I bet like, she does. I, 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 spent, <laughs> I think that's I spent, the difference between playing male V and female V. I, I've spent some time, but I hate to <laughs> you admit this because I've spent some time putting outfits together and like, <laughs> like she, she's got some new. 
and she looks pretty good. That that's one thing I was gonna ask you that I totally forgot. Where the crap do you get armor in this game? Like I have one yeah. one best spot. That's it. That that is a plus five drawing. There's no armor anywhere. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to that. You're right. You got you got to be careful uh, with indie. Uh, yeah, Indy, you have an iconic character that has an iconic look, an iconic silhouette. Like, you just show a silhouette of Indiana Jones, you're like, yep, Indy. You know, like, you know him. And when you take that away, and, and again, they talked about this. They know it's a thing and why they're talking about having the third-person things and the cutscenes and in the stuff. You know, like, Cyberpunk never comes out of first-person. Like, uh, like all the cutscenes everything is all first-person, which is great. Like, if you're going to do first-person, like, it's kind of how you got to do it. I'm a worried that this is going to like feel weird in between and that they should have just made it uncharted, you know, like from the beginning and, and we'll see, maybe they pull it off and, and machine games has done really good. They did uh, the Wolfenstein new world order Wolfenstein game, yeah. which is good. And, and like they, they have a track record of being able to do this stuff. Uh, but eh, indie, I just don't know. That's my one reservation about this game. Everything else I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped about. And again, my Indiana Jones fanboyism is it could be a pretty mediocre game and I'm probably still going to enjoy it quite a bit. And, and it's kind of like Star Wars in that, in that vein. Yes. If it's, if it's remotely good, it's going to be 8,000 times better than, uh, than, than anything that's ever been put out as far as indie goes, because I've, I've been playing indie games since like the Nintendo like there was one on the original NES that I played back in the day, and it was awful. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but but it's there. But it was indie. So yeah, <laughs> th- this thing, this thing, all it has to do is be passable. Yeah, uh, there was one on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. I played that. Yeah, uh, like like all it has to do is be pretty okay, and we're gonna be happy with it. Yeah. Um, and I think they can make I, it pretty okay. I have confidence that it'll be at least that. So I'm, I'm overall, I'm pretty jazzed about Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about. And that. sorry, one more thing. I'm going to jump in on you. Talking about Avowed and how the world design of Avowed did not wow me in any way. Indiana Jones world design, like I was like jaw on the floor. And it goes into what you were saying about the trailer being good, the game being bad. But the thing I love most about the trailer, other than just the nostalgic indie. Uh, was all of the locations. That's part of the fun of Indiana Jones. He's a globetrotter. He's all over the world. You're going to get to explore these different locations, like from Africa to the Himalayas, like uh, going to the pyramids, like all this stuff just looks very, very cool. And very Uncharted. Again, Uncharted is a direct uh, uh, inspiration, derivative of Indiana Jones. And so it makes sense that the Indiana, Indiana Jones game is going to feel a lot like Uncharted as a video game. But it should. And that's part of what makes Uncharted amazing is, is the world design is so good. I think this game will have that too. If not, it's going to suffer because uh, it really has to have really good world design to be uh, to be passable. Yeah, I, I that was, to me, Indy was the highlight of that whole uh, that whole thing, and and I'm glad that that they that they went with that. I just hope they can pull it off. Yeah, uh, me too. They they they, I I I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna lead into a story that we have in the show notes. Uh, but Microsoft is really having trouble finding those games 
that are like, yeah, this is a Microsoft game. And we have we have a couple of stories in the show notes about digital rights and 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 physical copies being purged. And one of the comments in, in the stories that we have in the show notes is a guy writing the stories like, I find it weird that Microsoft is taking one of their biggest games off the shelf because, because you know, yeah. it's it's Starfield is one of the, they can now claim it because they yes. own it. And, yep. and it's a big, it's a Microsoft. They, even now, they don't really have those titles. And so, and so indie is that one that like, I'm not saying it's Halo level. What I'm saying is it's, it's another one in the very short list of, you can look at it and go, okay, that's, that's from Microsoft. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I feel like they have to be really careful with it. I agree with that. Um, go back to show notes, gaminguncensored.com, because again, there's tons of stuff over there we're not getting to. Uh, and if we get back on our regular routine, as we hope, we'll be able to get through more of this stuff, including circling back to what you were just talking about with this story about physical sales uh, more and more going away. And that's a shift in the industry we've been talking about for a long time. This is just the latest kind of uh, progression of that. Um, uh, I mentioned the plants versus zombie. Pal World. I don't understand this. I, as somebody who plays Pal World, which is this Pokemon with guns game <laughs> that is on Steam that like had a million concurrent players, became the second highest played paid Steam game ever. Uh, and I, I don't get it at all. Like not even I, close. I don't care. Uh, if somebody's playing Pal World, like let us know what this thing is and, and why it is the thing it is because we're old and curmudgeon-y and it's not our thing. And, and I just don't, just don't get it. But it's a big deal. And, and it's worth mentioning it it's is, a big deal. We're old. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, just really quickly on releases, two, uh, two significant ones to mention. The Last of Us Part Two Remastered is out. 91 on Metacritic. Uh, we still haven't finished it. Uh, so maybe a reason to pick up the remaster to finish it on the remaster. Yeah, Apparently that, great. That- that would be a good use of the game room right there. Yeah, it would. Uh, uh, and then Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, the Metroidvania, uh, 86 on Metacritic. A lot of people really, really digging it. Apparently, good, solid Metroidvania with Prince of Persia, which are two things that uh, sound like they can go well together. So uh, pretty excited about that. It To me, it's going to be a weird couple of months. It's It's weird in general because we just came off of one of the greatest years of games yes in our memory yes <laughs> so like i i feel like this entire next year is going to be a massive letdown like <laughs> yeah. like like let's just let's just take uh what's the what's the name of the uh aura the, the city yeah. builder like yeah. like that's an example and about another one like I was sitting there watching that Microsoft thing and I'm going, I don't really want to play these <laughs> because, because what I already have sitting on my system, I have two or three games that are sitting on my system right now that are way better than all of these. Yep. And why do I care about these? And, and one thing before we wrap, we got to go on there. You're short on time, but for crying out loud, developers, if you're listening out there, you gotta come up with better talking points than giving us control 
and giving us choice. Like that, <laughs> yes. that, they, they, play, they play the exact same lines that we've been hearing for the last 13 years, and they're like, this is different. Because yes. you get more choice, and you get, you get, no, you don't. Yep. It, it's, it's, it's another game. It's not, it's not exceptional. It's not, we've just had exceptional, and I feel like I'm going to spend all of the next year pissed off because <laughs> there's nothing out there that I really want to play because of what happened last year. Can, can I say I'm not bad about that in the slightest because we just have so much catching up to do. Uh, yes, that's I, I, true. I need a break to get caught up. All that said, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out the end of next month. Yeah, so. okay. That, that's going to own us. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I say yeah. all that and we've got the next game already on the horizon that's that's right around the corner. So the, yeah. Is so. Right, so. yeah, all that said, go by the show notes, give us sister.com, see what we missed. Yeah, and we did. So uh, we we missed a lot. So definitely go by there. Hopefully, we'll be back next Monday. That's uh, the plan. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> we'll be right. back. Um, I, until then, thanks to everybody that's listening. We don't know why you're listening, Sam, uh, Logan. Thank you, sir, for catching Logan's birthday because I totally missed that. Yeah. And you. You were like, happy birthday. And so we got a lot of guys over there that take care of us, even though we're not on the air. I say again, what's up, Jordan? We're glad you're here. Uh, I, we, we hope you enjoy what you hear and it's worth your money. We promise. Well, we can't really promise, but we're going <laughs> to try really hard try to really not hard. go another month. Yes. Um, uh, we we love doing this and I missed it so much. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you guys for sticking with us. You know where the social media is. You know what needs to happen. And I'm going to put out a call because I haven't done this in a while. We need somebody who is not us to start a gaming uncensored Instagram. I don't. I'm on Instagram. I don't <laughs> understand why we need it, but I've been told by multiple people that that's where all the cool people are. Apparently. Uh, so, so if you know anything about Instagram and want to help us start an Instagram, I don't know why we need an Instagram because like, can we put this show on Instagram? I don't know. Um, I, I have no idea, but if you know anything about Instagram and you want to help us uh, get that started, we would love your help. Email us, gamingunsister at gmail.com. Same deal with TikTok. Apparently, we need a TikTok, which I, yeah. I don't, I, I have no idea. See yeah. me hold my hands up? I have no clue. <laughs> so if you would like to uh, help us out, be part of the crew we will allow you to do that because if it wasn't for the crew we would not have a facebook page at this point uh so please let us know if you would like to help us out other than that everything you need to know is at gamingunsister.com you can email us you can call the voicemail line at 509 game 210 it still works for it's right now. There. So <laughs> somebody call it and uh, leave us a message. We will play it. 
Other than that, is there anything else, sir? I think we're good. All right, I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. We are Gaming Uncensored, and we are out. Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to GamingUncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored.